will carry the story of my Savior's love and His glory. Who will stand and say with me, I'll go with Him all the way. Who will carry the story of my Savior's love? And his glory, who will stand and say with me, I'll go with him all the way. Thank you.
take the Lord's song from the choir. This time now for us to receive what thus says the Lord from our pastor, Bishop H.M. Johnson, Jr. That's to receive him with uplifted hands and a hearty amen. Amen. Hey, praise the Lord, everybody. I'm so glad he lifted me to you. Uh, that's why I love the song where David said, This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all of his troubles. And David also said that he brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my going. To the rock that is higher than I. We give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this morning, Sister Francis Scudder, Mother Johnson, Elder Williams, Elder Sister Scudder, and to all of our deacons, to all of you and our prayer blessed children. We thank the Lord this morning for another day. The Lord has kept us alive. Clothing our right minds, you know, time, fleeting time is going by so fast. We just think this two weeks ago, we had a dedication, we're looking forward to it. I'm saying that to let you know how. Fast and fleeting time goes back. We're two weeks closer now to leaving here than we was two weeks ago. And so many people that were in the land of the living two weeks ago are gone. They ain't gone. But the Lord has spared and kept us. And for that, I'm glad. I'm just as glad as I can be. Amen. Time is as changeable as the weather. You're here today and gone today. They used to say here today and gone tomorrow, but no, you're here today and gone today. Amen. So we thank the Lord for what he's doing in our lives. We've got all home folk here this morning. And I'm just thinking about the conditions of the world and the so-called uh, church. I say it's a so-called church because they're not really churches. And folk just doesn't have any hope anymore. They don't know where to turn or what to do uh, in situations, everyday situations where the saints of God can go to the Lord. The world doesn't have that privilege. Us as you often sit down. You are, you're, you are young, but you still sit down. Come. Amen. <laughs> well, we thank the Lord for keeping us in the land of the living. We want to be praying for all the saints, of course, the senior citizens, all the saints that's on the bed of affliction. And uh, those that have to be going through uh, surgery and other things. Sister Fanny has told me this morning she'll be going through something on May 16th or 17th. And, huh? April, April 17th. Okay, April. That's, that's next Monday. All right. And... Uh, Sister Purdy's, and I neglected to say this on uh, Friday that her mother was to have an operation, but they they changed it around because of a condition. They're going to try another procedure, and I believe the Lord will do it. I believe if we would just go ahead and say, Lord, please do it. That's the benefit of having the Holy Ghost. But the devil will step in there, boy, I'm telling you, and take away all of your hope. He will try to. But the prayers of the righteous avail as much. I don't care how weak or sick she may be, that the Lord is always there. And when you serve the Lord as faithfully as Sister Purdy has down through the years, and as faithful as she is up to this point in time, she herself can go say, Lord, do it for me. 
but the prayers of the righteous will be a little much. Pray for one another. I'm quite sure there's a lot of illness here. You might be in here today and sick, you know, but uh, the Lord will breathe on you right now. He'll breathe on you right now. We thank the Lord. We're going to have our service. Hi, Sister Mercedes. Those, those toes still got her, huh? Where is she? Oh, she stepped out. All right. She got toes and all. Well, we thank the Lord. <laughs> we thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for all of you this morning. And we're going to be coming back this evening, Lord willing, for the uh, brothers for Bible way. Now, we expect to get that lift over there pretty soon, saints, because uh, it's only until we get that lift in here that we can determine how much room we're going to have to put the piano. We've got to have a piano. Folk come in and uh, sing it and in groups and things. Uh, we got to have a piano for them. Your church is not a church for a piano. <laughs> Amen, you know. And we need to put one over. I think all things work together for good because this will be moved over now. This, this will be the steps a little bit more over there. Give us a little bit more room over there. Is that all right? All right. All right. Um, we're going to talk to you this morning about hope. Hope in Jesus. And if we were to look at, I wish you would with me, Jeremiah, the 16th chapter, beginning at that very first verse. No, let's go over to 17 first. Jeremiah 17. And where it tells us that Verse 5, and thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. For he shall be like the heat in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabit it. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. And, and we just read from the 40th chapter of Psalms that tells us that uh, I, 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 and I waited patiently for the Lord and he have inclined unto me and heard my cry and brought me up out of all sorts of a horrible pit and out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. Then he goes on to say that uh, blessed, verse number four, is that man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud man, nor such as turn aside to lies. Now, for us in this day and time in which we are living, we can go to First Peter, 
3 and 15. And it tells us what to do. It said, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Have a given answer for the hope that's in you. The song said, my hope is built. Uh, what does it say on Jesus? Then Jesus and I dare not but holy need my trust is in the Lord. Now the reason I told you to start to look at chapter 16 of Jeremiah because 17th chapter and that particular verse comes from or the 16th chapter leads up to that blessed hope. Because the law was dealing with Jeremiah and it was telling him that the judgment of the nation Israel is going to be so great that he told him, don't even think about getting married. Because things are going to be so hard and things are going to be so terrible that there will be mass death and won't even have time for burial. And the same thing is happening today. People are leaving here, saints, at, at, at a great rate. We, we just don't see it every day, but if you just was to stand right there on Sheriff Road and see all of the funerals that persist in that place in one day, one behind the other, all day long. When I was there one day when we were doing a funeral, and the man said there's a number of 14 funerals a day comes in that place. That's just that one. 14 burials a day. And that's just that one cemetery. And you have a number of cemeteries in this city alone. We're not talking about Maryland and all the counties and all the states all over this country. Folk are leaving here. But we, we, we don't take that in consideration when, 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 when I'm sticking at we broadly. I'm talking about mankind. Don't think about his time is going to come. Uh, it, it happens to the other fellow. But one day you're going to be the other fellow. But then will you be ready when the Lord comes? Where is your hope? Apart from Jesus Christ, there is no hope for you. You see the commercials say, don't leave home without all those old credit cards, but don't you leave this world without Jesus Christ. Don't you leave here with him without the Lord. Now, if we want to look at, give some background on what, uh, how terrible things was in the day that the Lord was dealing here with Jeremiah. Now, in, uh, from 1 to 4, it tells you about grievous family deaths. It says, now, the word of the Lord came also unto me, saying, uh, 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 thou shalt not take thee a wife, neither shalt thou have sons or daughters in this place. 
But thus saith the Lord concerning the sons and concerning the daughters that are born in this place, concerning their mothers that bear them, and concerning their fathers that begat them in this land. They shall die of grievous deaths, and they shall not be lamented, neither shall they be buried, but they shall be as dung upon the face of the earth, and they shall be consumed by the sword and by famine. And their carcasses shall be meat for the fowls of heaven and for the beasts of the earth. For thus saith the Lord, Enter not into the house of mourning, neither go to lament nor bemoan them, for I have taken away my peace from this people, saith the Lord, even loving kindness and, I'll say, tender mercies. But both the great and small shall die in this land. They shall not be buried, neither shall men lament for them, nor cut themselves, nor make themselves a ball at them. Now, now, uh, in this place, said God, would come a grievous death of entire families with no burials because of mass of the mass of corpus, corpuses. Now, Jeremiah was commanded not to marry here and therefore not to have children in order to be spared the future sorrow or be, or be a bereaved husband and father. Nevertheless, he could not escape the hurt of the solitary life demanded thereby. Now verse 519 tells you that there will be no mourning or mirth. The sole satisfaction that comes to the spiritual shepherd of a flock in ministering to that grief was denied Jeremiah in this case. Not because God would behold his blessing from him, but because the judgment to come would be sudden, short, total, and without opportunity for a shepherd's service. He wouldn't have time. Now, when that judgment was to come, tender mercy would have been taken away with no how for mourning. Now, in that day, Jeremiah was to stand alone, not able to serve. Now, now we're going a little further, and the folk cried out, why? And, and, and Jer Jeremiah, uh, down here, 13, I believe it is, uh, 16, and uh, let me get it here. He said, uh, Jeremiah 10, 16 and 10, I believe it says, uh, I, 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 And he shall come to pass when thou shalt show this people all thy words, and they shall say unto thee, Wherefore have the Lord pronounced all this great evil against us? Or why are you doing this to us? Or what is our iniquity? Or what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord our God? And then you shall say unto them, Because your fathers have forsaken me, saith the Lord, and have walked after other gods, and have served them, and have worshipped them, and have forsaken me, and have not kept my law. And ye have done worse than your fathers. For behold, ye walk every one after the imagination of his evil heart, and that they may not hearken unto me. Therefore will I cast you out of this land, and to a land that you know not, neither ye not your fathers, and there shall be served other gods day and night, whether I, where I shall not show you favor. So, so 
what is happening here? Is there why? What, what, what crime have we done? Now, Jeremiah was then to answer for the Lord. He said, because your fathers have forsaken me, and you have done even more than your fathers. Now, here, Jeremiah had to stand as a lone voice, spokesman for the great judge. Now, when you, you turn away from the Lord, you are expecting, and you should expect, judgment to fall on you. That's why the word of God said, the day that you hear my heart, hear my voice, to harden not your heart, because judgment is going to come. It's going to come from the righteous judge that's going to judge the world by the standards of righteousness, yet people don't want to hear it. Because they've gone to their own imagination. I, I don't believe that. I, I don't have to accept that. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you don't accept it, then here we go again. That man's always talking about hell. Yes, you are hell bound. You are hell bound. Now, if we look at 16 and through 18, you're going to find out that there is no hiding place from the Lord. Because the Lord said, For I, behold, I will send for many fishers, saith the Lord, and they shall fish them. And after will I send for many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and, and from every hill and out of the holes of the rocks. For mine eyes are upon all their ways. They are not hid from my face, neither is their iniquity hid from mine eyes. And first I will recompense their iniquity, and their sins double because they have defiled my land. They have filled mine inheritance with the carcasses of their detestable and abominable things. Then he says, Now, O Lord, my strength and my fortress, and my refuge in the days of affliction, the dead child shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth, and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things which there is no profit. Now, yes, uh, another question. Shall a man make gods unto himself? And they are no gods. And I, I began to think what the Lord said. There is no escape for those that are trying to hide from the Lord. It said, by seeking hiding places in mountains and hills and clefts of rocks and in rivers and seas would be futile. For the people of Judea, for God was to send, as it were, fishermen and hunters to search out their, out their guilty from their hiding places to bring them to their double recompense. The place, listen to this, of sin is the place of judgment, never a place of hiding. Because the Lord said, for my eyes are upon all their ways, neither is their iniquity concealed from my eyes. The eyes of the Lord in every place. There is no sin that can be hidden from Jesus Christ. There is none. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ said the heart is deceitful above all things. And who can know it? Jesus Christ knows everything that you're doing. Every time that you're doing it. He knows why you're doing it. He knows how you're doing it. And you're going to answer for doing it. Heart by nature is deceitful. Now, now the, the heart may choose, if we look at 17, 5, and 8, which we just read, it said, now the heart may choose 
uh, make a choice. Man was created not as a mechanical robot, but as a person with a will, with the power of choice. Now, two basic options always face man, the good and the evil. The evil choice is that of self-confidence and therefore self-righteousness in which the heart departs from the Lord and is therefore cursed in parched desert living. The good choice is trusting in the Lord for which there is blessings, fruitful and a healthy spiritual living. See, there's always been two choices. You can See, the Lord could have made you a robot when he made you in the first place. But he gave you a mind to accept him. The Lord is not going to force you, make you come to him. The Lord wants to come, wants you to come to him out of need, wants you to understand that apart from him, you can do nothing. And you've got to have the Lord Jesus Christ down in the inside to make it into the kingdom. The Lord wants you to understand that. So much so that he's still standing. At the door, he's still knocking. Open the door and let me in. You remember years ago when you was going to school and they had the, the, the wolf and the little piggies? It was me, the chinny chin chin or something. Say, I, I'll blow and huff and let me in. Amen. Well, Lord said, please let me in. But he didn't want, the Lord don't want to eat you up. He want to save your life. He want to save your soul from hell. I, you heard the choir sing this morning. I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me. Satan had me bound. He had you all wrapped up. You couldn't do a thing. You couldn't do anything but evil. When you want to do good, Satan would have you to do evil. But Jesus lifted me. So the song has to say, glory. Hallelujah. Jesus. Lifted me when I was in trouble. And you were a heap of trouble. Heap of trouble about Jesus. Jesus lifted me. And I can sing this morning, glory. Hallelujah. Jesus lifted me. So therefore I can say, I'm free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. I say digging, digging right. I say, no longer bound. No more chains holding me. Oh, what a blessing. Hallelujah. Now I'm free. Now, the reason I came with this hope and talking about proud people, I was thinking in terms and listening to the news, and I see where our brother's going to build this big old church out there on Sheriff Road and all of that, and for the last week, He's been in the news. It appears to me that once you get a little immediate write-up, then you become puffed up. Now, you know, we've got all kinds of sins. You become little Jesse Jacksons. In other words, you want to be recognized even more than you should be. And the Word of God tells us about being proud and not trusting or relying on Jesus. Now the word hope itself carries with it 
The idea of a desire accompanied by expectation. Now, we have that. See, we, we have a hope. We have a desire, and it's to go back with Jesus. And David said one thing. Have I desired anyone? But David didn't want anything else. He said, one thing have I desired the Lord, and that will I seek after. Or that will I, I, I try my best through the Lord Jesus Christ to accomplish is to go back with Jesus. What else are you living for? What are you living for? What are you, what are you serving the Lord for? If you don't want to go back with Jesus. You don't want to go back with Jesus, stay on home. There's only two ways and two places, hell or heaven. Up or down. You might as well have this hope. That's my desire to go back. The Lord gave me a promise and I want it. He said, I go to prepare a place for you and I want it. But I have such enough to know that I have to sanctify myself. Amen. I know I have to have a given an answer for the things, uh, for the hope that is in me. And that hope is to go back with Jesus. I don't care what you do, what the Lord allow us to accomplish here, unless you're saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, we have not done a thing. Not only, not only we, but I don't care who build what. Unless people are being saved, you have not done a thing that's satisfying to the Lord Jesus Christ. We are here to satisfy Jesus. And the Lord Jesus Christ has given us this place to continue to get down and say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He didn't give us this place to say, now we're going to get dignified. We're going to stop tarrying. We're just going to come in and have a good time. We're going to still get down there. He just gives us more room to get down there and have people to say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We want to go back with you, Lord, when you come. Hold back just a little while longer, Jesus, because we want to go back with you. We want our loved ones to go back with you. We want our friends to go back with you. We want mankind to go back with you because you said in the word of God that all souls are mine. And you also asked the question of mankind, why do you die? Why do you die? Those of you that's not saved and sanctified this morning, why do you die? What's holding you back? We know Satan is in your life, but you hear what thus saith the Lord. Why do you sit there and die? Why sit there and go to hell? Why? Where is your hope? But see... The desire of David is no longer the desire of many people that profess to be saved today. But how much money can I get? Oh, here's why I thought about our brother. Or how important can I become? See? But the word of God tells us that they that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. None of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. So I want Timothy to tell us, he said, charge them, all of you that think you got a lot of money, charge them that are rich in this world. Listen to what he said, in this world, because in the next one you don't have nothing. 
if you don't have Jesus. That they be not be high minded. I'm the most to say the least. I got a pocket full. But that same pocket full can't give you a glass of water if you're in a house by yourself. And that money is sitting on a dresser. You'll see just how important that money is. If you can't pay somebody to come and give you that water, you can't lay in that bed and say, water, money, get that water and bring it here. It becomes then just a piece of paper. No trust in uncertain riches. But it tells us in the living God. Jesus Christ is alive. In the living God. Who give us richly all things to enjoy. But he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these riches and things that you want shall be added to you. Just seek him first because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. If you want to prosper, praise our God. Come to Jesus. Say, Lord, my soul loves you. And praise our God. He'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive it. But they that do good, they that be rich in good works. I, I hope Sister Williams don't mind, but every time me and Mother Johnson look at Sister Williams, how those folk mistreated that woman. Just mistreated like awful. And she served the Lord and got filled with the Holy Ghost, and the Lord gave her double for her trouble. Amen. As a living witness, I know what my God can do. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wanted to give the Lord and couldn't give the Lord. Hallelujah. But the Lord said, I know your heart. I'll make ways for you. I'll open doors for you. Amen. He said, your ways, amen, walk up right before him, no good thing will it hold for me. Every time I look at it, I think about it. I looked at it the day that we was having the dedication. She was serving the table up there. And I just looked at her. She didn't know it. I just kept looking at it. That the Lord just blessed him. Amen. Just blessed him. Gave him back a boat and made him fix that up. Hallelujah, God. I know what my God can do. Can't nobody turn me from Jesus. Hallelujah. I've been with the Lord too long to not to know what the, what, what, what the benefits are in the Lord. And if you have any doubts about your benefit, just go to 103rd Psalm. He'll tell you about all the benefits of the Lord. Now, in the Word of God, Tells us what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. It's only your soul that you can lose, brother. You can't lose mine. Because the word of God has already told me to save myself from this untoward God generation. And I'm running for my life. But anybody should ask you, what's wrong with me? Tell them I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm running for my life. Amen. Oh, I feel good when I think about Jesus. When I think about, hey, man, hey, the health that I have. It's not what I had 40 years ago, but it's good health. It's all because of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank him for it, saints. I thank him for everything the Lord has done. I thank him not only for me, but for you. I thank him for keeping you day by day. Amen. I thank him. Lord, thank you for keeping the saints. Thank you for keeping the backsliders. Give them a chance to come back. Give them a chance, Lord. Hold back your wrath upon them, Lord. Oh, yeah. 
to the paper sometime, it'll do something to you. You know, it, it gives you some influence. Or you become a celebrity. You see. But the word of God have an answer for that. It said, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Every man at his best state is altogether what? Some of us, as I used to think, were the most to say the least. But the word of God said, in the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride. But the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Let me say that again to you. The mouth uh, in the mouth of the foolish. The pride of thine heart have deceived thee. Pride goeth before destruction. And a haughty spirit before fall. It is better. To be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoils with the proud. The word of God says, the pride, I say again, of thine heart have deceived some folk. Now, to the point that we have let the devil let some folks think that the saints of God and mankind belong to them. Once they become so-called leaders, you see, and, and, and the paper gives black folk their leaders. The white people have to go for their What the paper gives you know, all you got to do is have a few speeches and automatically you become a black leader. But I'm led by the Lord Jesus Christ. The footsteps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. I don't have, I, I've never, Jesse Jackson never been my leader. I follow Jesus. Martin Luther King has never been my leader. But like I said, I guess if I got in the paper, got enough attention, then I become a black leader. And these black leaders gonna lead you right to hell. That's where you're gonna wind up following them black leaders. You got to a time that every time something wouldn't happen, somebody go, I'm gonna tell Jesse Jackson. I'm gonna tell Jesse Jackson about this, and unless there's enough publicity to get him in the paper, he ain't think about you. Now if you go, you don't have to set for him the camera around. Yeah. He already be there. See. But people are so foolish that this is where they put their hope. Blessed is a man whose hope the Lord is. God is our refuge and strength of very present help in trouble. That's what the word of God tells me. The word of God tells I don't care what may come, saints, or what may go. Save yourselves from this untoward God generation. The word of God said, for we may be troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We may be perplexed, but not in despair. We may be persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. See? But be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord. Psalm 71 and 14 say, I will continually hope and will yet praise thee more and more. And when praises go up, saints, we know the blessings come down. Word of God say, I can't count the times you have rescued me from hurt. 
harm and danger. And when the enemy come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Remember that. And the Word of God said, It's good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. We that are in the Lord Jesus Christ and think that we haven't made so much, but the Word of God tells us and warns us when it says, My people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and pray, and seek my face, and turn from your wicked ways, and you have and then when I hear from heaven, the righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and deliver them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh to them that of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. We have a hope. That's in Jesus Christ. I don't care what it is. You have a hope. I don't care what it is. concern. I'm not saying that you're not going to have a concern. You would not be a human being without concern. But you should not falter and stop having a mind to praise Jesus. Because our hope is in the Lord. Well, 25th anniversary? Well, I was saying the Lord before that. I was saying the Lord when I received the Holy Ghost. I began to really serve the Lord. And I received see the Holy Ghost in 1967. I didn't receive the Holy Ghost 25 years ago, but the Lord has been blessing me. What, 33 years or so? And every day with Jesus, 
It's sweeter than the day before. Let me tell you something, saints. I thank the Lord for you when it's out there. Because, see, you're not running over. And I know what the Word of God says. It speaks of mega. Mega this. Even the papers now begin to call these churches say they, they, they're mega. Mega this. In other words, mega now is beginning to be, 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 be a derogative name for the church. Now, the papers talking about, well, these, derog- these, these mega. And I think the paper says something about, didn't say, say something about not, not, not being concerned with souls. It says something about community projects. Community projects. Well, I'm not concerned about the community. Community's out there. See? Community take care of yourself. I'm paying taxes. Let, let the community take care of them out there. Amen. Beside the word of God said, the poor you shall always have with you. Amen. But see, I know the saints of God, the Lord will take care of them. Amen. He said he would. And what David said, he'd never seen the righteous forsaken. Or see begging bread. I don't think I've ever seen a view in here with the Holy Ghost suffer for anything. The Lord always come up with something that's always on time. The psalm say it may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Amen. Amen. They used to have a song that said, When trouble comes, strong they begin to rise. Keep on singing, keep on praising, hold on and learn to do, do, do. Well, we thank the Lord. Well, I hope it. Call Michelle Lamb to me. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah, I'm going to y'all to learn that too now, just for that. Now, we thank the Lord for the hope that we have, saints. And we trust that. You know, those that you don't have the Holy Ghost that have a mind to come to the Lord right now and experience the hope that we have. All you have to do is get out of your seat and come on to the Lord. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to pay anything. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't, you, don't have to pay, you don't have to pay to get into the kingdom. You don't have to pay to get into the kingdom. But there's a price to pay for not being in the kingdom. If I were you, I'd come. Come on and learn to stretch out. Come on to the Lord. Come on to the Lord right now. Come on to the Lord. Come on to the Lord. Are you here this morning? Man, woman, boy, or girl? Why don't you come? Why? 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 Say yes to the Lord right now. Come on, step out. Say yes to the Lord. Come on. Step out of the Lord right now. Say yes to the Lord right now. While you have time. Come on. Come on, come on. Come on to your hope. Do Jesus. 
Why don't you come while you have time? Your hope is in the Lord. Come on. Make up your mind.